Hello, my beautiful and handsome peeps, and welcome back to my The Marked by God series podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the talk so far. So just get comfy and remember, a new beginning starts with you. Let's go. What's up, my TMVG fam? Yes, I did it. Welcome back to uh, my new episode. Like I told you guys, I will be giving you guys back to back. I have one now that I am editing, um, but I don't know. I might post this one that I'm making now before I post the other one because it is about singleness again. Just some things that I had on my chest that I wanted to like uh, to just what I felt on my spirit that I should just share with you guys. So yeah, so this is the back to back that I was, you know, telling you guys about. And I'm so excited because I started it off with my TMBG fam, which I've been having a struggle with doing. So I'm glad that I remembered to do that because you guys are great and awesome. And thank you guys for listening to all my episodes. So yeah, I hope everyone has been has been safe. I hope everyone has just been having faith and enjoying their times you know with their families and hopefully diving into God and just enjoying this time that they have you know to themselves and just with themselves and not looking for the bad and all of this but just looking for the good in it all so I hope everyone's been okay today we're talking I'm coming from the book of Jeremiah with this one and just picking out some things from other books and um scriptures uh so like i said i i'm thinking about doing another uh for my next episode i'm probably doing i'm gonna just do a bible study with you guys i don't really necessarily know how to do a bible study like that um i am currently doing a bible study with my friend Jaden. uh we're trying to stay on track with doing bible study it's kind of hard but I think I want to like just get on track with doing it kind of every day with her, every night, whenever she's not busy or whenever I'm not busy. But I really don't know how to do uh, Bible studies like that, especially when it's on a podcast. So I'm just going to like research and look at videos because they have videos on how to do it. And there's nothing wrong with looking at videos for it. So I'm just going to probably look at tutorials and not necessarily tutorials, but just watch other people do it because I usually um do bible studies with other youtubers online so they kind of help but i still want to just like get the fresh and feel of it so yeah i'm coming from the book of jeremiah and other books as well and here's why today we're talking about um never back down and it's never too late and what i mean about never back down i mean never backing down from the calling that god has placed over your life and never back down from um from God calling you to do a certain thing in your life whether it's you know opening up a business or starting that bible group or that book study or uh just starting that worship group or becoming whatever whatever God has placed on your heart that he's telling you you know hey you have the talents for this I want you to do this whatever it is uh it's he's placed it on your heart because he wants you to speak his word to others that don't know him because believe it or not there's a lot of people around this world that either does not believe in God because of uh tragic situations in their lives or because they grew up not believing in him or from what they see or it's just people that really just don't know who God is they don't know what he's done they don't know the history of God the grace of God the love of God because in some countries you know they're not allowed to you know 
carry around a Bible or talk about God. So sometimes I feel like God has placed a calling over certain people's eyes because he wants them to fulfill the purpose that he's placed over them because he either sees you fit for it or it's because he wants you to spread his word to those who don't know him because it's hard for them and it's you have as we has the like we have the resources most people don't have the resource to get to know God or to get connected to God and if they do they're either in trouble when they you know get caught reading the bible or honestly the punishment is probably death so you know just spread the word whatever yeah so that's what today's about and I'm just coming to you guys with the people that God has called in the Bible. Um, those who he has either converted to him or the ones, like I said, he has called them uh, to deliver his word or to deliver people to wherever, whoever. Yeah, so we're going to get into that. So bear with me if my words are lacking. I don't. I am not a big person of vocabulary. Okay, so you, you guys are not going to get a... Uh, high up vocabulary words from me you're gonna get real talk you're gonna just get me talking to you guys and I just thought I should just say that it came out of nowhere but I just I don't know I realized that this is my not my first time doing episodes obviously I have like eight now but this is my first time doing a podcast or even using a certain type of platform to glorify God and it's really nerve-wracking to take this on it's really nerve-wracking to um spread God's word because you're nervous if you're saying the wrong thing you're a little scared that you may not be doing it right and that's me when I first started I know that I was entirely I was truly scared that uh maybe I'm stepping into something bigger than what I can handle I was really afraid of what other people may say about me or you know maybe people are laughing at um you know what I'm saying or maybe they're like oh she cannot lead people because she doesn't know what she's talking about so that was just a really a really uh big thing of mine that I was fearful of uh you know I feel like God has called me I've heard it a lot that God has called me to speak to others or to uh influence others and that I had a story over my life and I believe it too at a point but when it comes to a point when God has called me to do it by speaking to other people and either preaching or making a podcast it's hard for me to believe because we all sometimes doesn't see our we don't see ourselves to be fit to do God's deed or God's will because we're just like we're mere humans who make daily mistakes and we continue to make mistakes and we just allow that to get to our heads and we sometimes uh sell ourselves short just of what God's given us so that's me that's how I relate to this podcast that's really why I wanted why I wanted to make this episode because I relate to it so much and I'm going to add a little bit of comparison in there because comparison uh is I feel like comparison flows thoroughly throughout this world and it's not really talked about like it should but I feel like comparison is the root of all evil when it comes to your life and your businesses your relationships your friendships and just uh, how you live your life with God so let's get into it so like I said today we have I think five people that God has called that I'm going to use an, as an example throughout this episode um and like I said I was reading the book of Jeremiah and I I guess I can start off with Jeremiah I wrote Jeremiah at the end of this oh my notes or did I even write Jeremiah in there at all no, because I knew Jeremiah. I have been reading, like I said, Jeremiah, and I feel so connected with him and out of this world. So I just feel like me and him, in a way, relate. Um, 
because like people don't know god called jeremiah to speak and to um deliver his word at the age of 17 and he was young and when god told jeremiah you know i want you to go to um i think it was jerusalem he wanted him to go and speak to the israelites and just tell them like hey uh, my god said this and he basically wanted jeremiah to go and tell them of the bad news that god is about to ruin their land and no one wants to have that much pressure on their shoulders to go especially at the age of 17 to go tell a land that hey you're about to die all your people are about to be put under the hand of god so um pack up your stuff and uh i don't move it or repent or if you don't repent you're dead so i mean that's a that's a lot to to bury um to carry on for a a 17 year old but god still did it god didn't care of his age and when god told jeremiah jeremiah was like whoa hold on uh jesus i am only 17 i am young i will not know what to say i don't know the words you'll be able to say and those people will not like me they will probably uh crucify me they will probably terrorize me they will probably beat me if i go there and tell them that and they won't believe me because hey i'm 17 i'm too young and i wouldn't know what to say and one thing i like about that god response to him was i will be with you and before i even get to what god god's response i want to just say that like what jeremiah response to god is extremely accurate to most of our responses it's relatable a lot of us um, even not at the age of 17, some of us have been called to do uh, God's will at the age of 10 and, or <laughs> that's been prophesied over most people's lives, kids' lives. Or, you know, at the age of 20 or 21, we're living our lives and automatically out of nowhere, God's like, hey, I'm about to call you to do something. I need you to do it. And we're just like, whoa, where did this come from? You know, I'm not fit to do that. I, um, I've sinned. I i lie i steal you know i just god did you not just know what i did yesterday did you not hear me cuss that my boss out yesterday did you not hear me uh steal that from walmart or hear me cuss out that customer because i was you know they were getting on my nerves and i just couldn't handle it no more like we uh we begin to give god excuses and just we act i feel like we tend to act like we don't uh, we act like God doesn't see what we uh, go through. We don't, we act like God doesn't see the things that we do. He doesn't know that the things that we're going to do. And we act like God is not all knowing. And, you know, I just want us to realize that God knows exactly what we do. He sees it. We can't hide it from him. He hears everything. It's, he's a God of all knowing. So everything that you're telling God is not new to him. So, I mean, you're basically wasting your breath telling him. I mean, I don't want to say you're wasting your breath because it's a good thing that you're admitting to God. God still wants you to talk to him and tell him all that you've done. But in a sense of trying to get out of what he's called you to do, you're wasting your breath because he still don't want you to do it. And I just feel like that's a lot of us. That's especially that's me. I have so many excuses for God when I know what God wants me to do. I always come to him like, are you sure? Like, I'm not fit for this. I don't think I can do this. I always say, like, why are you calling me? Why do you want me to do this? Why do you see me fit? Because I'm having a hard time seeing myself fit for this job. And deep down, I know all God is saying is, I'll be with you. You know, like, it's okay if you don't understand. I am with you. And that's hard for us to wrap our minds around. It's hard for us to wrap our uh 
our pride around because we're just like, yeah, um, no, God, you're going to have to find somebody else. And when God keeps harassing you, you just get so like anxious or just so irritated. Like, God, what do you want from me? You know, I can't do that. They're not going to believe me. They're not going to look at me and see me fit as a leader because they know my history. They know my past. And God's like, I don't care what they know or what, what you've been through or what you've done. I don't care about that. I'm not calling you for what you've done. I'm calling you for what I've made you to do or created you to be. I'm calling you for what you can do, what I'm about to place in you to be able to get it done. So, yeah. And then, so to the answer of God, his response was, I'll be with you. I don't think most of us understand that God is true to his word and that he's He'll honestly be with us through any and everything. And I don't think we understand that. Like, God is like, his response to it is just like, I'll be with you. He'll be with you through the struggle. He'll, he'll be with you through the storms. If, um, if God, I think like we miss past the fact that if he's called you for it, he's going to equip you for it. God doesn't just call you for something and then bring you there unprepared. He doesn't just say, yeah, okay. He's going to flick you over there and say, all right, go speak to them. I'm not going to say nothing to you. I'm not going to speak through you. He's, he's not saying, you know, he doesn't say, I'm not going to speak through you. He doesn't say, I'm not going to give you the words to say. I want you to just go speak from your mouth. I, that's not what, you know, God is saying when he calls us. He's just like, oh, don't worry. Like, I know what you've done. I know what you can't and can do, but this is what I'm going to do through you. This is how I'm going to prepare you. This is how I'm going to equip you. And I just love his response saying that, you know, I will be with you. You're not going to alone, going to go there alone. I didn't call you just for you to go there alone. No, I, I called you because I know what I want you to do and I'm going to be there with you so you can do it. Which leads me to the first person that God has called. The famous of all famous, the Apostle Paul. We all know the story of Paul. We all know that Paul was a man killer. Uh, he was a Jesus hater. He he did not like Jesus. He did not like when people talked about Jesus. And matter of fact, before uh, Paul was called by Jesus or God, uh, he was on his way from Jerusalem to do a task and to arrest and kill Jesus believers. He was just, like I said, a non-believer who killed people. He saw fit that if they were believers of Jesus and he didn't like that. So, you know, when we find out about how Paul was caught from by God, we're just like, whoa, like, um, you know, how's Paul called? That man was just, I know I was appalled. I was just like, how was Paul called when he just got done killing people or, um, you know, leading people to, uh, to the chambers because they believed in Jesus or if they even claimed Jesus and God turned Paul away. he turned him around he did him like a whole 180 like he took him from being a manslaughter and a non-Jesus believer and to he made him into a missionary a preacher a prophet a writer a tent maker like he took Paul and used him and he didn't hold against Paul what he's done or, you know, what he was doing. He said and he saw Paul to be fit for what he wanted him to, what God wanted him to do. And God basically used Paul as an example. Like, I can turn anyone into anything that I want them to be, you know, if they just surrender to me and follow me and obey me. 
and it took Paul I think this is I think this is the process this is basically called the process and this is what most of us hate we do not like the process we do not like anything that is in the definition of a process taking time we don't like time most of us don't like when things take time when God tells us things is going to take time we start to groan and moan and get so upset because like like if you called us to do it then we want to do it now you know you've told us what we're about to do it sounds so exciting give it to me now and one thing about Paul it took Paul a good 14 years to be prepared to be prepared before God could actually use him like I said God's not going to just pick you up and send you somewhere just that instant and just say all right go do it no, God had to make sure he prepared Paul to deliver his word and to lead people and to go from nation to nation from different places to speak to, to God's people and to those who didn't believe. It's crazy how God used Paul, a non-believer, to speak to non-believers. And I feel like that's why he used Paul, because Paul was a once non-believer. And if Paul speaks to non-believers, they're going to like, well, he was just like us. And look, he turned his life was turned around because he believed in God. And that's what God intended. God used Paul's, you know, formal platform, what he was known as to deliver his word. He was known as a non-believer, a man killer, and he wanted to use that in the eyes of the people. Like if God can turn him around, then why not me? And that's what God does for most of our lives. If you're a sinner, if you're an, a, a drug addict, if you're a porn addict, if, um, you know, you're a sex addict, if you have anxiety or depression or if you steal or if you lie if you it's anything God will use that for his glory and for your goodness he's going to use that just to show others that's been in the same situation that you have been in and just like look if I can turn him or her around I can do the same for you if you allow him to use you there was hope for Paul hope the beautiful word hope there was hope that Paul was going to be turned around and that good was going to be used from Paul. From all the bad that he has done, from all the pain that he's caused, there was still hope for Paul. If there was hope for Paul, then there is hope for you. There is hope that your life can be turned around. There is hope that any and every situation that you go through can be and will be turned around there is hope that your family will be turned around and healed there is hope that your finances can be and will be turned around and healed there is hope that your relationships can be and will be turned around and healed there is hope that in your life whatever you have done the bad that has been stripped through your place that has been bum rushed into your life there's hope that that mess that is inside of your life can be cleaned up and turned around just like paul if god can do it for paul god can do it for big old little you <laughs> um i wrote down something else too these aren't major people but these are people that god still used God used the blind man as an example of his grace and love. He uses the bleeding woman who just touched his, um, uh, just a part of his clothing and cause she believed. And he said, just, just be, because you touched me and you believed you are healed. God uses the lame that could, that the one that couldn't walk. He used the lame person that he couldn't walk. He just spoke to him and said, get up and walk. And 
he, you know, told me to tell the people that I, you know, and I feel like these people weren't major, major parts, but they are major, major parts because God used them as an example that if I can allow, if I can heal a person that can't walk, if I can heal the bleeding woman who's been bleeding for years, if I can heal the blind man who is supposed to be permanently blind, if I can allow them to be healed, that is hope that I can do the same for you. And God used them. God used who they were or who they were known for. People knew the blind man was blind and he knew that they, they knew the backstory of, of, you know, him being blind and they probably knew that he probably ever see again but because he believed and God healed him that gave people hope um the bleeding woman she thought she was you know wasn't going to be healed people you know thought she wasn't going to be healed but because she believed God healed her that gives other people hope so um one other person another person is Jonah we love Jonah we all know Jonah Jonah was called but first he didn't see himself fit for the job and God, what God called Jonah to do, God called Jonah to preach to the people of Nineveh, 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 I think Jonah was called to speak and to preach. And like I said, the same response as the other people I'm about to tell you about Jonah first, first Jonah did not see himself fit for the job. And then there was Moses. Moses was called to lead his people away from slavery. We all love the story of Moses. I love the story of Moses and what God did for Moses and how God led for Moses. Moses did not see himself fit as well. He came up with excuses. He said he stutters. Uh, God, I can't, I can't speak. I stutter. I don't have, you know, I'm not equipped. I'm not ready. I'm not stable enough to be used by you. So can you go with someone else that you see fit? And God's like, yeah, nobody. I only see you. So sorry. And God told him that he will be with him. Like I said, when God said to Jeremiah, he told him, I will be with you. He said the same thing to Moses. Moses told Jesus when Jesus, when the Lord called him, Moses said, oh, Lord, I have never been eloquent. I am slow of speech and tongue. Please send someone else to do it. Moses required for someone how you like Moses was like yeah God you're not talking to me you're probably talking to somebody else so you know send somebody else to do it how are you gonna tell the Lord you know you know go call somebody else because I ain't fit I'm not the one for you Jesus Jesus is like man I know what I said and what I said is what I said and what I said is done so uh Moses I got you I'm gonna give you you know I'm going to give you the equipment that I got for you. I'm going to give you somebody that, that will walk with you, that can speak for you. You just speak to them, tell them what to say, and they'll say it for you. And we're just like, we think God is going to send us somewhere empty-handed. God is not going to send you somewhere empty-handed if he called you to do it. He will. He is going to fund for you what he's called you to do. God only, God only funds for what he's called you to do. He's not going to fund for something that you've called yourself to do. Remember that. If God called you to it, he's going to fund you for it. I like that. <laughs> um and that just relates to me it's like while we have excuses god is still waiting with the task not running away god is not saying you're right you're not fit let me go to somebody else no god is like i'm waiting i know who you are i knew who you were going to be when i created you and i placed you in your mother's womb and created you and all that i knew who you were going to be i know your backstory why are you telling me something that i already know i told you you're going to do this i called you to it i created this path for you now walk 
that's it in the story period another person is Gideon Gideon was called to deliver the Israelites from bondage and just like Moses Gideon had excuses for himself he doubted himself he gave excuses to God and God still was with Gideon and just like Moses and Jeremiah God's response to Gideon was I will be with you God does not care if you don't have what if you he doesn't care of what you don't have all God wants is just for you to come with the little of what you do have he doesn't care if you don't have that car he doesn't care if you have that degree that diploma he doesn't care if you you know went to college for four years even an extra two years <laughs> he doesn't care if you have that job or if you have the image God doesn't need that he needs people that is in a mess that he needs people that you know that life has been messed up that life looks a mess their life looks like a hot behind mess and he's like yeah perfect if you just say I am here I am God then I will use you. I can use you. That's all I need is you to re your response to be here. I am God. And I made an episode that's talking about your response. What is your response to God? That leads back to what is your response to God? What is your response to the situations that go in your life? What is your response to when God calls you? Is it here I am? Or is it nah, God, swipe to the left. Keep going. Keep looking. I ain't your mans. Or your girl. I mean, girl. <laughs> um, And... You know, and I just want you to say, I think that's the end of the, all the people that I wrote down. But I want you guys to know that even though God called all of those people, it wasn't, the journey was not easy. There were obstacles and transgressions and delays, but they never backed down from God's word. Because if God called you for it, God called you for it, he will equip you for it. And I wrote down something that I feel like should be seen. I, I said that Jeremiah, John, and Paul, all three of the men had a burning desire to share the word of God, and they did it so with joy in their hearts. After a while, when God told them and showed them a lot of things and led them and was with them and it proved that he would never leave them, they began to have this burning desire in their hearts to preach of God's word. They never backed down. They never, you know, ran away scared. They were like, my God is with me. And this is the message that I have for you. And you can try to kill me if you want to. You can hate me. You can, like Paul, they hated Paul because they're just like, how are you going to preach to us? They did not like Paul. And Paul is just like, I don't care if y'all don't like me. This is what my God said for me to do. This is what I'm going to do. So throw me in jail. Do what you got to do. My God is with me and for me. And where is it? And it's a uh, passage from Jeremiah of Jeremiah when he was going through it. And it's Jeremiah 20 verse uh, seven verses, verses seven through nine. And it was just talking about how, you know, him speaking God word, God's word brought upon him, like people hating him and talking bad on him. But Jeremiah said he was like, but if I say I will not mention his word or speak anymore in his name. His word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. Jeremiah is basically like, yeah, God, you know, when you called me and you told me to go speak to these people, they hate me. They dislike me. They're bringing like shame on my name. But he's like, just because they do that, that doesn't mean I will, I will stop. He's like, 
even though I like they're they're terrorizing me and they hate me for some reason I can't stop speaking your word I can't stop you know preaching to people because that desire that that desire to speak your word is like a fire in me it's burning in me and if you ever heard a song that's like saying you know burn a fire in me it's not like Jesus you're asking Jesus to burn you up but like a fire whatever a fire touches it starts to like ignite all around everywhere anywhere whatever a fire touch it starts to spread and that's basically referring to God whatever you wherever you touch in my life God whatever you touch inside of me allow your word and the joy for your word to spread through me like a fire allow it to easily spread through me throughout my life to others so yeah just know that your journey is not going to be easy your journey is not going to just look like an easy pathway with no obstacles no you're going to face things you're going to face people not liking you for speaking God's word you're going to uh just like Jesus, Jesus faced people hating him, beating him, not liking him because he was claiming that he was the called one. He was Jesus. The same like what Jesus went through is the same of what, you know, you being called by Jesus is what you're going to go through. You're going to go through people not liking you. You're going to go through people bashing you and speaking down on God's name. And you're going to go through all of those things. But what is your response? You know, are you going to never back down? Or are you going to back down afraid of what people say of you? You can't. Um, you can't be afraid of what people say about you. You cannot, not especially when you're called by God. Don't be afraid of what people say to you. Don't be afraid of what you look like. As long as you know who you look like to God, a called and his daughter and his son, that's all that matters. He doesn't always, like, God doesn't always need the ready and put together. He needs the unput together mess. He needs someone that is still ready to serve when he calls. So, and I told you guys I was going to talk about comparison. And one thing I got to say about comparison is just that when you compare your journey, just like some of the guys in um, that was called by God, they didn't necessarily compare themselves, but in a way they did. They compared their lifestyle to someone else's because they thought that someone else would be fit. That's them comparing who they are to someone else. And a lot of us go through that. We go through comparison, comparing our lives to someone else's. And, you know, they have this better than I have it. <clears throat> so why am I called or... You know, I'm going to be like them because their life is better. Do not compare your life to anyone else's because what you go through is uniquely designed for yourself. What God called you to do is uniquely designed for yourself. Maybe someone else has the same calling as you, you know, to preach. But God is going to use, you know, each one of you differently. He's not going to use you to do the same thing. He's going to use you to be different. You, Y'all may both be preachers, but... Maybe one preacher is different from the other, you know, like don't compare your life. Don't compare your journey. Comparison can mess up a lot of things. Don't compare your relationship to someone else's because you don't know what their relationship is actually like. Don't compare yourself to friendships because that creates jealousy and competition and that ruins a great friendship. Don't compare your family to someone else's because once you pray and say, God, I want a family like that. I want a relationship like that. Like we all know our words have power and you will begin to bring carry on with that relationship or what that family has. You don't know how toxic that other person may be pray for that person pray for that family and pray for yourself and have faith and hope that God will you know lead you through and guide you and heal your relationship heal your family heal all and everything that you go through so yeah that's all I have for you guys today I did not know this podcast was going to be long podcast was going to be long or this episode was going to be long is I don't really attend for them to be short but I think I just you know maybe they're meant to be long I wasn't really trying to talk that long, but there was just a lot that I had to say and that I felt was needed to be said. So 31 or 32 minutes isn't that bad. 
Thank you, my TMBG family, for listening. And thank you guys for clicking and listening to my podcast. I really hope that as the episodes go along, that you guys really enjoy the content that I give you. And um, I'm going to start asking you guys what you want me to talk about. I really am just talking about things that, you know, I'm that's been placed on my heart and I'm just writing them down and like, you know, saving some of them up, but getting them out, getting them out the way and speaking about them. Because every time that I come up with a topic to talk about, I pray about it and then I automatically find it in the Bible. So I'm like, okay, I must talk about this. So yeah, whatever you guys want to hear, then I'm going to place that on my Instagram. Make sure you also follow my new podcast, Instagram page, the.marked.by.god underscore podcast and on there i will start getting giving updates uh i will give more updates on there when i get like more people to follow so that you guys can see it and so for now i'm gonna post it on just on my normal page my normal page but thank you guys for tuning in i'm so i get so excited to talk to you guys so much i just love it i love sharing with you guys what i feel i love sharing with y'all like what's on my mind and just what i read because i feel like you all should just hear it so go out there and make a change to those who don't believe who just don't know jesus make a change be a change be a light in this world and like i said i hope you guys are staying safe and healthy and i am so glad i'm just getting so comfortable with talking with you guys i said that really hard comfortable with talking with you guys and i'm just really excited for what god is about to do with this and i hope you guys are enjoying the ride Thank you, my TMVG family. (laughs) Yep, that's the one. (laughs) I like it, yeah.